welcome to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome to PCR Sports here on your PCR FM on Friday evening, the start of your sporting weekend. I'm Neelesh and in the studio with me this week are Jess Weaver, more commonly perhaps known at the Posh as Miss Posh, and Chris Abbott, uh, the Peterborough United Supporter Liaison Officer, and we'll be talking to them very shortly about all the goings-on at London Road, both on the pitch and off it. As usual, though, we'll be discussing the latest sports news from your local amateur and professional sports clubs. If this is the first time you're joining us, you are most welcome and we do thank you for your company on this Friday evening. We're here every Friday, 6 till 7 on PCR FM. We'd love you to get involved as well using social media. You can get in touch with us uh, via Twitter and send us a message at Sports PCR or via Facebook, which is at PCR Sports. However you're listening to us this evening, whether it be online through pcrfm.co.uk or through the app, you're most welcome. But first, let's go through your sporting headlines this evening. And in local football, Peterborough Sports in consistent form continued as they finally played their first home game of 2022. Facing a Stratford Town side managed by Tim Flowers, they took the lead through a Richard Jones goal in the 57th minute, only for the visitors to equalise with 10 minutes remaining. Sports do remain in the playoff position, but are just five points clear of AFC Rushton Diamonds, who head the teams outside the playoff places. The Turbines travel to bottom side Lowestoft tomorrow, hoping to start February with a win. In their ranks tomorrow as well, there'll be a new signing, Ryan Hawkins, who's actually joined from Lowestoft and will be facing his old club. Looking ahead to next week, the Turbines were due to face Brackley in a North Hans Cup semi-final match and they, that game has been called off unfortunately now as Brackley have a number of injuries so the Turbines do progress on to the final of the North Hans, semi, uh, North Hans Senior Cup. Stamford, new Stamford AFC signing Jonathan Margetts made an instant impact with a debut double in a 2-0 win over Shepshed Dynamo in a Northern Premier Midlands Division match at the Zico Stadium. Margetts, who moved from playoff ri- rivals Belper just 48 hours earlier, came off the bench after an hour and scored within five minutes. He added a second late, late on in a game watched by another healthy crowd of 426 to keep Stamford in fourth place. They make the short trip to struggling Wisbeach Town tomorrow as they continue their push for promotion. Yaxley won 5-2 with captain Dan Cotton scoring a hat-trick against bottom side Histon. They travel to Belper Town tomorrow. Deeping Rangers lost 3-0 at home to unbeaten UCL Premier Division leaders Long Eaton to bring their winning streak to an end. They're on the road tomorrow making the trip to Newark FC. In rugby... Peterborough RUFC suffered a disappointing 15-10 Midland Division 1 East defeat against second place West Bridgeford. The results left Borough with just one win in their last five matches. Two were draws, however. Although the losing bonus point meant they actually moved up a place to third. They have the weekend off before facing city rivals Peterborough Lions on the 12th. And talking of the Lions, they travelled with a depleted side and were pipped 26-24 in their Midlands Division 1 East match at Old Northamptonians. Lions do host runaway leaders Bedford Athletic tomorrow before City rivals RUFC are at Bretton Park on February 12th. In ice hockey... 
Phantoms toppled National League leaders Telford Tigers after a tense struggle at Planet Ice last night. Going down, going a goal down, they fought back to win 2-1 at Planet Ice. They travelled to Leeds Knights on Saturday evening and the return home to to Planet Ice to face local rivals MK Lightning in a 5.30pm face-off. In hockey, in the results last week, the men's second eleven played a thrilling 3-3 draw against top-of-the-table Norwich, despite being 2-0 down and 3-1 up at periods during the game. If you had have asked the City at the start of the game, they would have been happy with taking a point against the team who has dominated the league so far this season. In another cracking game at Bretton Gate, the men's thirds drew their top-of-the-table clash with St Ives 2-2. That leaves City three points clear on top, although St Ives do have a game in hand on their rivals. The two winning teams on Saturday were the women's firsts, who beat Cambridge Uni 4-2, and the men's eighths, who beat Kettering 1-0. Sunday saw the under-10s and under-8s welcome teams from Cambridge South and Cambridge Nomads in was a very successful afternoon of fun junior hockey. This weekend sees the men's first back in league action for the first time in 2022, hoping to take the points against local rivals Cambridge City on Sunday to help them rise out of the relegation zone. The club's mixed team are also in knockout cup action on Sunday and the women's first 11 host Sudbury on Saturday. And those are your sporting headlines this evening on PCR Sports. Jess, Chris, welcome to PCR Sports this week. How are we both? Really good. Thanks very much for having us on. Not a problem. It's great to have you. Uh, We'll be talking to Jess about all the on-field activities, shall we say, from a playing perspective very shortly. And then we've also got Chris in the studio with us as well. How are you, Chris? Yeah, good, thank you. Keeping well? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, and um, we'll be chatting to Chris about the community work the club's doing and his role as the supporter liaison officer at Peterborough United and um, his role, effectively, of making the uh, matchday experience for all fans, whether they be first-time fans or long-suffering fans like Jess and myself um, make sure it's a pleasant experience certainly off the field despite what's happening on the field itself but before we do talk more about posh we'll just go into this short little break own a hybrid petrol or diesel vehicle how much is servicing and repair if you need an option other than main dealer, contact FRM um, Automotive. And then we'll we service and repair all makes and models and won't invalidate your manufacturer's warranty. We also provide MOT testing, brakes, clutches, tyres and aircon repair and regas. FRM Automotive, Savile Road, Peterborough. See frmautomotive.co.uk. Honest work at affordable prices. Our place is legendary. Our place is iconic. Our place is the home of the UK's original burger. Our place is wimpy. So come on over to our place and rediscover the original quarter pounder with cheese, our all-day breakfasts, and the range of iconic thick shakes. All freshly prepared and served all day every day in our Westgate restaurant. Plus, for this month's special offers and to order a home delivery, search online for Wimpy Peterborough. You're listening to PCR Sports. It 
Good evening and welcome back to PCR Sports on PCR FM for the start of your sporting weekend. Thank you for joining us this evening. Tonight we've got as our guests Jess Weaver, um, more commonly known at Posh as Miss Posh, and Chris Abbott with us this evening as well, the supporter liaison officer at Peterborough United. We'll kick off with the, I suppose, the on-the-pitch activities uh, first of all, and um, look back at Sheffield United last week and the ins and outs of the transfer window and uh, the usual, um, shall we say, goings-on um, and the roller coaster ride that is January for Peterborough United when it comes to the transfer window itself and the n- numerous speculation that does go on during January with players coming and going. But um, Jess, your views first on Sheffield United last Saturday evening in that 5.30 kickoff. To be honest, I was really disappointed. I went into the game with quite high hopes, having been to the Birmingham game, and we really did put in a good performance there. It was really creative, it was really attacking. There was so much to be positive about, and it's something that is quite refreshing, really. We haven't seen a game like that in a little while. So, yeah, I had high hopes for Sheffield United. Um, and then watching the game, we were under pressure quite a lot of it. We did put in a good performance in a way to hold it to nil-nil, get to half-time, and I was kind of thinking at half-time, We've kept it at nil-nil. Can we push on here and try and be a bit more attacking, get into the game? But we were under pressure. That it's, it's a good team looking at the players that Sheffield United had on the pitch. And I th- having seen them in the Premier League, I th- I, even now, having been in the Championship over half the season, I still do feel like we are up against it with the teams that we're playing. Yeah, you only have to look at the bench and the players that they were bringing off the bench as well um, that uh, the Blades had last Saturday. But I suppose it wasn't the best preparation leading into that Sheffield United game either with the number of injuries that you know that came about. And you saw this... this this changed lineup that Darren had to put out on Saturday as well with the Burroughs was out Beavers was out Taylor was out um, Dembele was missing again so yeah that kind of helped with preparation either for that game No I completely agree and some of the players that had done so well at Birmingham unfortunately like you said they were injured some of them hadn't played anyway but it definitely felt on Saturday playing against a team that were really good and then having a, a team that well, it was depleted really wasn't it so it was unfortunate but it was also a good opportunity for us to see some of these new players and it was interesting and I'm also really pleased with how some of these new signings are doing yeah so you've got um, Barley Mumba who's uh, been here a few weeks now for Peterborough United you've got I hope I've pronounced this right Giando Fuchs um, who's arrived from Dundee um, literally arriving the day before and probably not even having the opportunity to train with the uh, with the squad itself as well, so I think um, I suppose them two acquitted themselves well. You had Callum Morton as well playing his uh, third game as well, so it's it was an opportunity for them to try and establish themselves in that first eleven, and um, I I suppose they did give us give themselves a, a decent account. Yeah, they did. It was interesting to see. Let's not get the pronunciation wrong, Fuchs, I think. And like you said, he was literally fresh in, though. He did put himself about. He looks strong. I'm, I'm interested to see what he's like in a few weeks once, once he has settled into the side a bit more. Yeah, now he's had a full week of training um, under his belt and he's probably had a chance to get his bearings more than anything as well, settling into uh, into his new environment. Hopefully he can uh, come on strong because we do need our new signings that we've made, whether they be the permanent ones or the um, the loan signings that we do have to uh, settle in very quickly because we've got a, a, huge, a huge few weeks coming up. We've also seen the return of Rhys Brown, who's come back to uh, Peterborough United. Um, you've also got uh, Hayden Coulson, who's arrived from Middlesbrough. Um, so those two players will hope 
hopefully be making their uh, debuts this weekend and what are your thoughts on those two players? One's a, obviously a midfielder that we we know well, and Hayden Coulson um, hasn't really had the opportunity to play this season through injury mainly. No, admittedly, I don't know too much about him, but based on the injuries that we have got, and for Tomlinson, Tomlinson rather, I have liked what I've seen of him, but this is clearly a quite a big step up for him. And so he's gone out on loan to Swindon. I think that's a really good move for him. We've seen, well, Louis Reed since he's left us, he seems to be doing really well there. So I hope he goes there, gets a really good second half of the season and comes to us a better player. But I think he's got a lot of potential. But I am interested to see Colson. He's a little bit older, got a bit more experience. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. And Reese Brown, somebody who we know well, having been in our uh, promotion winning squad last season. So he's certainly got that winning mentality around him, you should think. But he's not he's not featured at all for Huddersfield, his parent club, um, this season. So it's going to be difficult, you'd imagine, for him to settle into first-team football straight away. Yeah, like you said, we know a lot about him. He was part of our promotion winning squad. So he hopefully has had an amazing experience here at and excited to come back and hopefully get a bit more football under his belt this season. I am a little bit surprised in a way by some of our midfield signings. I really feel like one of our biggest challenges this season has been how big and strong and tough a lot of the sides are. And I, I don't believe we have to be that big and strong to necessarily win games, but we do need to be able to deal with it. And... Um, yeah, some of our players, I mean, I'm bigger than probably half our squad, I think. I am quite tall for a female, but we'll have to see. I hope these signings work out, though, because we're so close to being OK this season. If we win that game in hand that we've got, we will be out of the relegation zone. We're still going to be down there, but we are so close to being OK. And I hope the signings make that difference. Indeed. And you've got the likes of um, Jack Taylor, who's sadly injured again with another recurrence of his hamstring injury, which... Uh, is certainly a cause for concern now. Um, it's, I think it's the third season that he's broken down, if memory serves me right. So it, it is a worry, um, certainly from a playing perspective. But for the lad himself, it can't be easy um, from a mental state just to know that you know his hamstring's gone again. And um, this is his career we're talking about as well. So that's that's a difficult one. You've got Harrison Burrows is injured. Um, hopefully Norburn and Beavers will be fit for tomorrow as well. Yeah, at this point of the season, we know we're up against it. We want to stay up. We really need to put in a good fight and to help us do that, it would be amazing if our injured players can get back fit quickly and give us the full strength side to give us um, the best chance of staying up. Just going to touch on Ollie Norburn there. Um, wanted to leave for family reasons. That's been well documented this week. Um, you can completely understand that from a, from a human perspective. Currently captain on the pitch, thoughts would you keep him as captain in a way yes when he's on the pitch he is exactly the kind of player that I like and who I think has done really well for us since he's been here I'm not saying he's the prettiest player but he does put in a good fight he adds a bit of strength to our midfield and I've really liked what I've seen of him so far I was quite sad in a way really to hear about the off the field stuff it's not nice to hear that a player's unsettled especially when it's for family reasons um, I am happy that he's staying though and I hope well he might it sounds like he has been unhappy we haven't seen that on the pitch so I hope that it stays that way and I hope he carries on putting in the same performances he has yeah you're hitting the nail on the head there his on the pitch performances have been head and shoulders above other players this season he's come in you know from Shrewsbury he's an older player than what Posh would perhaps normally sign so he's got that experience um, of playing regular football um, he's combative in midfield so we do hope he 
able, he's able to put in those performances and the, um, the the levels of performances more importantly that he has shown this season so far and if he does perform that can only bode well certainly for that central um, area of the pitch that we've struggled in so much Jess Would you keep him as captain Nilesh? Wow um, Putting you on the spot Thanks for that one Jess um, Yes I would Yeah I think um, you give him that captaincy armband and tell him to show show the fans what he's all about and knuckle down for the next three or four months and you know help us to survive in this division and he will get his move then no doubt if if his wishes to then move back north still at that point to be closer to the family which is understandable then I'm sure Posh will accommodate that need um, and you know making sure that it balances the needs of the club as well as the player as well so yeah I'd keep him Jess yeah thank, thank you for you. that one <laughs> um so just looking ahead to tomorrow, first of all, very quickly, QPR, FA Cup fifth round. Great opportunity to forget the league for a weekend and um, focus on the cup and the exploits that that can bring. Yes, and what's really nice, we know we can beat this team. We've done it already this season. So even though it was a little while ago, it was a different set of players. I hope that does give us a bit of confidence. I do enjoy the FA Cup. I feel like now, now we're in the championship, a lot of the big games that we've got, it almost feels a bit like FA Cup games every week. We're playing teams that I'm like, oh no, this is going to be a tough game. But now I'm excited and I hope we give it a good go. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's a cup game. It's a, it's a free hit, effectively. Um, it'll be settled on the day as well. So if it is... Um, if the scores are level at the end of 90 minutes we'll go to extra time and penalties so I'm hoping the the new lads that um, have signed this week have settled in well the only one that won't be available will be Callum Morton because he's cup tied having played um, for Fleetwood in earlier rounds of the cup but all the others um, should be available depending on their uh, fitness and um, the the team and squad that that Darren chooses and yeah FA Cup tomorrow free hit hopefully it's a a decent atmosphere QPR have certainly sold their allocation at completely of 3,700 so it's an opportunity for Pash posh fans to really get behind the team tomorrow in a in a match that um, gives us an opportunity to bring a, a little bit of feel-good factor back to the club after the uh, difficult January that we've certainly had and then after that that we move into what we probably call a very very crucial month of February um, league fixtures will come thick and fast Cardiff midweek Preston following weekend Reading Derby Fulham where are we going just with them this month is massive isn't it we've got a jam-packed month of seven fixtures including the cup game tomorrow and i think with the the upcoming league fixtures the fact that we're playing so many teams around us part of me feels the pressure's on because this could make a massive difference to our season but it's also a massive opportunity to put ourselves in a much better spot so based on how we performed on Saturday we're going into it with probably a bit less confidence than we'd like however like I said the opportunities there we have we know where we are now for the season like we've got our squad hopefully the injuries can sort themselves out but the uncertainty about um, the transfer window is now gone I think it is really time to be positive let's get together and let's try and have a really good February because we could be looking in a much better position by the end of it yeah Cardiff in midweek next week so that's a, a long trip on a on a Wednesday evening then we've got two home games against Preston and Reading and then Derby away the following weekend so starting on February the 9th um, that's a crucial 10 days you'd say in the you know in 
in the outcome that the championship will be how many points would you like to pick up from those four fixtures oh the, pr- <laughs> the pressure is on with that one uh, from four fixtures i would like 12 points <laughs> That that's the dream. <laughs> as a, as a posh fan, and in the champion, sorry, in, the, in League One, you know, we've had these times where we've we've really thought, oh, we've blown it, or times have been tough. But this posh side is capable. We know they're capable. They've just got to be able to step up and deliver. And hopefully, they can start tomorrow with QPR first of all, where they can put in a performance, build that confidence get a win which can only be a boost to morale generally and then go into those four games from Cardiff, Preston, Reading and Derby and go there with confidence and look to pick up as Jess says 12 points potentially I'll take six now I'll take the two home wins Um, you know points against Cardiff and Derby would be amazing but if we can take six it would put us in a great position I think Um, yeah like you said we seem to pull it out the bag when it when it really matters and I've always been waiting for that to happen this season it it feels like we are that close there's so many games where we've conceded late goals and we've just thrown away points and if we could just get it over the line and I think yeah we're not that far from being okay we've shown that we beat whole midweek and then we beat was it the qpr the following saturday and yeah we thought we'd cracked it now i'm yeah, not saying exactly. we you know we, we thought we've we've arrived but you know at that point when we picked up those two wins in quick succession we really thought we'd uh, be able to to push on from that it's not been the case unfortunately but um let's hope posh can turn it around tomorrow first of all in the fa cup against qpr in the fourth round match and um, build a, build some confidence going into a very crucial February as the club certainly on and off the pitch look to survive in the championship and um, prosper from there thanks for your views Jess we'll be back with you shortly but we're speaking to Chris afterwards after this short little break just about the off the field activity and how the club's engaging with the community and looking to grow its fan base and ensuring the fans experience on match days is one that everybody can enjoy are you suffering from buff 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 buffering find yourself screaming not streaming or do you just lag behind then it's time to demand better broadband. City Fibre is building a brand new full fibre network across the UK, giving you access to broadband from a range of providers that's more reliable and up to 20 times faster than average, so you can stream, game and video call without interruption. Get connected to full fibre today. Choose your provider at cityfibre.com slash PCR. Join me, Les, every Friday between 7 and 9pm for my show, Feel Good Fridays. The perfect way to wrap up the week and bring in the weekend. The party's wherever you are, here on PCR FM 103.2. This is PCR FM, playing the greatest songs of all time for Peterborough. PCR FM. You're listening to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome back to PCR Sports here on Friday evening, every Friday at six o'clock on PCR FM. I'm Neelesh in the studio this week. I've got with me Jess Weaver and Chris Abbott. We've just been speaking to Jess about Posh and the playing side of the championship and the activities that have been going on there, certainly during a very 
up and down January, shall we say. And um, we'll be discussing now with Chris Abbott, the Peterborough United supporter liaison officer, or the off the field activities where he works with the club as that conduit between the fans and the club, ensuring that the fans' experience on the day is one that they remember, even if the results sometimes on it aren't. Chris, welcome to PCRFM. Hi, Nice. You well? Yeah, good, thank you. Good stuff. Um, just tell us a little bit about your role and how you came about to be in it and um, what your sort of aims and objectives are on a match day particularly. Okay, so my role really is, is the link between the club and the supporters. Um, I'm in, I am independent of the club. I don't work for the club. I don't take any remunition for the club. So I am that independent person. I'm the, and I'm also the coordinator really of the voice of the supporters with the club. So we have three supporters groups um, at the club. We have the trust the Independent Supporters Association and the Official Supporters Club. We meet monthly, which is coordinated through me with the Chief Executive. And I'm that voice and that coordination between those three groups and the club to ensure the, the voice of the fans, whether they're members of a supporters association or just a fan, get that voice across. Um, things we get involved in, we get involved in discussions around season ticket pricing. You know, we have to accept that the club is a business, so we we have to understand that point of view, but we put our views across. Um, and just that whole match day experience, you know, you look at a match day now, probably 15 years ago, it was turn up for the football, go home. That's changed massively over the last, probably the last five. And, and now it becomes a whole match day experience, you know, and as a club, we are limited. The stadium makes us limited. You know, we haven't got a Middlesbrough Riverside with concourses with that you can put families those in. But we can do as much as we can to make that match day experience, whether you're 75 years old or five years old, enjoyable and that people want to come back. And I think we saw it during the COVID. Football is nothing without the fans. And I will bang on about that all year, all month. Or, you know, and I think I said it to someone the other we had a midweek game, it was freezing cold. I'm never going to mind about being being at London Road on a freezing cold Tuesday night ever again. But we have to make that experience good, you know. We can't control what goes on the pitch. <laughs> um, but what we can do is control off the field to try and make the experience as good for everybody if you can. And also, reach out to the community. You know, we've got a really diverse community in Peterborough, a really big community in Peterborough, and we need to get more of that community wanting to come to their football club. The football club needs to become the, or needs to become more the heartbeat of the city. And that's what we need to do. So... Say if I was a, a new fan, wanted to come to London Road, what would be the interaction with yourself perhaps, with the club? Where would it all start from that point? Yeah, obviously we um, we keep a check of obviously ticket sales, so we know new fans that are coming in. Um, if you're a younger new fan, so if you're a youngster, we do do the first time experience where they get a chance to come and meet the, meet the mascots before the game, you know, get as close to the players as we can under the current COVID guidelines which are still in place. And just giving that experience and making them feel welcome. And it's the same if you're an older fan into the, into the city for the first time. You know, my, my email address, my Twitter is out there. Please drop me a line and say you're coming for the first time. Happy to meet up and chat boss, you know. I am a fan. I am a fan of the club. Um, and I just want to make it better for as many fans to come and us to be getting. You know, we've got we've got a fantastic core, a core base of 4,000 fans that will come rain or shine. But what I want to do with working with the club is make that 4,000, 8,000. Because as much as it then makes the experience better, it makes the atmosphere in the ground better, there's nothing better than an underworld full. You know, and I still go back to a game I'll never forget was the Milton Keys playoff semi-final, where everybody was thinking, everybody was putting in the same direction, and the ground was apps. If we can get that back at, at London Road, it obviously brings in more revenue for the club, which obviously means a club can invest on things on and off the pitch more. But also, it, it makes the whole experience better for everybody. A full, fuller capacity ground is just massive at London Road. So, ten-year-old um, kid 
visiting London Road for the first time, what experience they're going to get? Yep. If obviously, what you do if you drop if you drop Phil uh, Phil Adam, the press officer, uh, an email at the club. It's Phil at the post com, and let us know you're coming. We will obviously meet you before the game. It's normally about twenty to two because of logistics of meeting the players, um, and we'll do some things with the mascot. Um, get to meet one or two people around the ground, and just make you feel welcome. Obviously, then we take you back out the ground. At the moment, we can't have the fan zones out because of COVID restrictions. Still, hopefully, that will change. But we'll just try and make you feel as welcome as we possibly can. Meet meet the mascots. Meet you know we've got three fantastic mascots uh, at London Road, and it's just. Um, <laughs> Meeting them and just trying to make it make one make them feel relaxed, make you feel relaxed, make them feel welcome to the family because people not as a family and we try and make, make you into that. You talk about the mascot there. Um, obviously, there's two commercial mascots as such, um, PB and uh, Mick George. Yeah, and Mick the Skip. Um, but you've got Peter Burrow. Yeah. Well, his interaction with fans every Saturday that I see him is just so welcoming. Mm. He's, he's one, in, one in a million. Uh, I can't speak high enough of him. Every feedback we get about Peter Burrow, he's just fantastic. He's he's mad. <laughs> he's a pain up the backside sometimes <laughs> to me, but he's just great. And he makes he makes you feel he makes people United what we want it to be a family. And he makes that part of the family. And he's such a big part of the schools initiative. We had Bobby Copping on last week as well. So Bobby and Peter Burrow go into local schools. Having said that, they are spreading further and further. They were in uh, Camborne uh, the previous week. They've been out towards Leicester and uh, infiltrating Northamptonshire as well, which is great to see in spreading that uh, posh message. But um, it must be great for those children that are coming as part of the school's initiative and those free tickets that are handed out for, to see to see Peter again and have that first-time fans experience. Yeah, and I think that's really, really important. He is the link. Here's a link between them being in their in the comfort zone of their school to possibly coming out into a stadium where they've never been before. Peter is that link, and it's very important that you know the way he is with them. And you know, you walk around, and we're, we're going to see the fantastic results of the schools in, initiative in the next two home games. You know, okay. Preston and Reading. We've got a lot of um, schools in the um, in the Desco, um, and that'll be fantastic to see. You know, I think the, we did it for the Bristol City game. We had over a thousand in there. You know. If, yeah, we're not going to get everyone of those thousand by the season ticket, but if you get 100 of those by the season tickets, 100 more people in the ground, and you see the work they're doing that Bobby and Peter Bar are doing, they're all over everywhere. You say they are they are getting wider and wider. It's always nice to see them get into Cambridge and Northampton territory. There's never <laughs> anything wrong with that either. Um, but in all seriousness, no, it's just, here's the link, here's that friendly face, mm. because they'll meet me for the first time at the ground, but then I met Peter Bar in their comfort zone. So here's, the, here's, that, here's really that, the whole focus of what we're trying to achieve. So that's the link sort of from a first time fans experience, but also the long in the tooth fans like myself, Jess, for example, and the older fans, they can still come to you, obviously, if they're not happy with something or have got some advice on something. 100%. We're always looking to improve the match day experience. The, the new CEO's in post now and he's really keen on making the match day experience as good as we can for everyone. So my email address is out there. My Twitter account is out there. Obviously, you've got to appreciate some things we can't do because we're in confines of regulations and rules. But we will try as much as we can to improve the match day experience as best we can at London Road. You know, I think... Um, we, I'm not going to lie, we are limited at London Road, what we can do. But we, to try... Our aim of the football club is, and the aim of everybody here is to make the match day experience as positive for as anybody as we can. And... Leading on from that, you talk about the positive experience that you want to give fans um, on the day itself as well. 
the supporters clubs that you meet with as well um that's obviously a slightly different element of it but do you try and get that similar message across to those supporters clubs and take feedback from them being member organizations 100 percent um they're vital to us because they are speaking to their members probably more than i am i can't speak to everybody on a match day um and sometimes being the support liaison officer you probably get the the difficult things to deal with the issues on the day rather than actually what we can do to improve so it's great to have those supporters groups they all bring a different aspect to it they all do a definitely miss di- all all a massively different um demographic as well um so it's really really good that we meet with them we get some good views from them we don't always agree as a four <laughs> can be honest to say that um we have had some vocal discussions but that's what it's all about because at the end of the day that group regardless of what our individual opinions are everybody in that group cares about Peter United Football Club so yeah. it's really important we get that across Jess just bring you in here on um, in terms of supporters and football is developing we know in terms of its audiences in terms of its diversity as well but from a from a, a women's perspective how do you find football going to posh for example you've been going for a number of years it's obviously in your blood as we know through your family so what's your sort of um, experience feedback um, at London Road I feel really, really fortunate that I'm posh, to be honest, because I've been going since I was 10. I've been going 25 years and it never occurred to me it wasn't really normal for me or to be in a minority as a female in football. I really feel that Peterborough United is or has been really welcoming for females for a really, really long time. In fact, my grandmother used to go and even my great grandmother used to go and my mum still goes. Mum's a season ticket holder. So it... I'm following in their footsteps and so yeah it's been normal for me to be a female watching Posh but I really feel that Posh is a really female friendly family friendly club and I'm I'm genuinely proud of that because my experiences of going to different football clubs it feels like there's probably less females at other clubs having said that it's changing dramatically. You f- see so many female fans at football now. And it's amazing to see um, women taking their children just by themselves because they feel welcome at Posh. And I guess the school's initi- initiative plays a huge part in that as well, to bring families along to increase not only our fan base, but also the diversity and uh, in the communities that we live in. 100%. And I think that's where really important because you, you go into a school you're probably not just speaking to the youngster who get, who's getting the free ticket. you then got, probably got, as I said, mum, maybe a sister or a brother coming as well. You've got that family. And what we want to try and do, Posh is a family, you know. We all know each other through Peter United. We don't know each, we don't know each other for anywhere else. If we can get more families coming to make it a bigger family, that's what we need to do. And that's why we need to make it as enjoyable. We need to make it as fun and friendly for people as possible. We're not going to win every game, uh, <laughs> as much as we love to. So we have to make that experience that people next week want to come back. You know, tomorrow we want to get. We've got. We've, the club have been fantastic, and I, you know, when we spoke about ticket pricing for this game, we spoke about what the club are going to offer, and I think the club have done a really good deal tomorrow. So there'll be a few people there tomorrow that probably haven't been before because of the pricing. So therefore, we have to make that enjoyable. So they want to come back for Reading. They want to come back for Preston. They want to be there next year, whatever division we're in. You know, hopefully as we all want to be in the championship but we need to get them through the door you know it's getting people through the door and like we like certainly me and Jess have falling in love with the football club because that's how we did it yeah. and that's what we need to do I do think going around the city now though I, I think this is thanks to the school's initiative but I really th- feel like I f- see so many more children wearing posh shirts and when I'm out and about in Peterborough and I'm seeing younger people wearing posh shirts it makes me really proud I don't and 
it really stands out to me and so yeah I think that is the, the school's initiative and I hope that continues and like you said I hope it keeps engaging more and more families into becoming posh brilliant just hold those thoughts there again and uh, we'll just take a short break and we'll be back very shortly at McCormick, we make the herbs, spices, seasoning and condiments that add flavour to your food. And right now, we're looking to add to our team across all functions. If you're passionate about driving excellence, want to start or progress a career in food manufacturing, joining more than a factory and our R&D Innovation Centre at our new facility in Peterborough, apply today and bring your own special flavour to the team. Visit careers.mccormick.com or email your CV to jobs at mccormick.co.uk and join our factory of the future in Peterborough. It's time to choose your perfect new symphony kitchen at Kelly Vision. We now offer a free kitchen design and quotation service, backed up by our expert installation team. You can also choose your freestanding and built-in appliances in store at Kelly Vision from leading brands like Bosch, Neff, Siemens, Smeg, Hotpoint, Indesit and Liebherr. Kelly Vision, Broad Street, Whittlesea. Your award-winning independent retailer. Call Peterborough 208787 or visit kellyvision-peterborough.co.uk. You're listening to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome back to PCR Sports here on PCR FM. We're here every Friday, 7pm, for the start of your sporting weekend. We bring you all the local sports news from in and around the city and region. If this is the first time you are joining us, you are most welcome and we do thank you for your company on this Friday evening. We'd love you to get involved as well. You can send us a message on Twitter, which is at SportsPCR, or via Facebook, which is at PCR Sports. If you have missed the first part of the show tonight, you can listen back to us on the PCR app, PCR FM app, sorry, or online through the website, which is pcrfm.co.uk. So I'm joining the studio tonight by Jess Weaver, a more um, perhaps famously known as Miss Posh at Peterborough United, and Chris Abbott, who's the supporter liaison officer at the club itself. Chris, just going to come back to you. We were discussing your role and the community engagement that the club wants to build on. What are the plans now or what are the aspirations going forward, shall we say, for, you've mentioned Preston and Reading being two big games in terms of where the schools initiative is going to um, come into its own, but short term, perhaps to the end of the season and then perhaps long term, what are your, what are your thoughts, what are the club's thoughts is how they'd like to develop? I think short term is to get out into the local community more. Um, we're doing loads in the schools, the scholarship is brilliant, but also get out to the rest of the community in Peterborough and just really sell ourselves to what Peterborough United is and sell the club and get and hopefully get some few more fans for that. And for my role, that'll be supporting and getting that, those um, those groups in and getting more and more people in. Uh, long term, I think it's always the aim is to make the, make the match day experience as best we can. You know, and I think moving forward the long term aim of my role is to ensure that the dialogue between the club and the supporters continues I think we've the club have always been great here since I came into role three and a half years ago I think it is now maybe four years ago we've actually had a Covid break so I probably for me at the moment we try to get my presence out there a little bit more so people know who I am but I think just to keep that dialogue going ensure that you know the future of the football club going forward is with a potential new stadium move um, is then to ensure that when that comes round, the clubs you know got saying it. I know what 
I've already put my views on what things we need in the new stadium but you know and I just think it's it's getting out there and seeing people for me getting out there seeing people and meeting people and you talked about the supporters um, groups that um, that meet on a monthly basis with yourself and um, chief executive itself as well but are you looking to involve any other groups in that potentially as we, well we are we have uh, yeah we are we are, we are looking to um, to involve people from more diverse backgrounds in Peterborough to support um, engaging that community to get them coming into the football club and supporting the football club. Um, but there's already plans for to, to also to cater for those diverse groups. So there is some work to do, um, and but we want to get out there. I think, as I said, we've got a very law base of 4,000. We want to make that 4,006, and that that means we have to embrace the whole community of Peterborough, and that's something that working with the club that we'll be looking to do moving forward without a shadow of a doubt. And if there are any groups listening tonight, how, how can they get hold of you? Uh, yeah, my email address is um, fansatthepost.com. Uh, nice and easy and short for me to remember that one. Good. Uh, drop me an email, drop me a line, and we'll see what we can do. You know, working with the club, we can see what we can do to get people in. Really, we want you. We want you at Peter United. We want... It really frustrates me if I don't live in Peter now, but I'm outside. But when I come in by train, you see many people going on the train to Arsenal, to Tottenham, to Chelsea. We want that to stop. I want people from Peterborough coming to Peterborough United. I'm a Peterborough, I'm Peterborough born and bred, so my heart is in this city. So I want to get this city supporting the football club. Great aspirations to have there. And the email address was fans at theposh.com. So yeah, please do get in touch with Chris if you'd like to get involved um, in those meetings, potentially if you're part of a group, uh, organisation that um, wishes to um, watch Peterborough United and um, be part of the club going forward, then please do get in touch with Chris and um, I'm sure he'll uh, be able to talk to you about how how you can do that and um, start learning more about Peterborough United and not just from a footballing perspective, but the benefits that uh, sport and especially football can bring you um, uh, certainly from a mental health perspective as well Jess um, noticed in the pictures that you sent us for social media you're wearing a uh, beanie with um, Her Game 2 I've heard a little bit about it um, I think it's a Bristol Rovers fan that's set it up tell us a little bit about that um, organisation yeah I believe it's two Bristol Rovers fans who co-founded it together and I can't actually remember when it started I'm not officially involved or anything but I have started showing support on uh, for the campaign on social media I've got myself a Her Game 2 hat now as well it's about sexism in sport and it's really supporting the women's experience in football and it seems to be a mixture of supporting football and actually playing it as well but I do really feel passionate about it I love posh I really love posh being part of my life it's a huge part of my life part of my family's life and at first I was thinking about my own experiences which have been overwhelmingly overwhelmingly positive I really do love going and have a great time and it's really shocked me and upset me in a way about or hearing the negative experiences that some people have had so I'm coming at this as a in a really positive perspective because yes we want to clamp down on negative experiences sexism is not okay female football fans are just as entitled to be there supporting their teams and having an opinion but at the same time I hope I'd really like to think that's not everyone's experience in football there aren't the amount of female football fans there are because we have a horrible time we go because we love it and we have a great time so yeah I'm really passionate about sharing my good experiences in football too and I hope that any negative experiences for people do get less and less in the future and let's let's get together and make it a good experience 
Chris, just coming back to the community side of it, I suppose that's your role as well. 100%. Uh, I think we were very fortunate. Um, I think we were the third club in the Football League to support the Her Game 2 um, pro- 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 project. And I think it's really important that we do because football's for everybody. You know, football is for everybody. Um, massive big believer of mine. You know, f- for anybody that wants to walk through those turnstiles of people United should be able to in a friendly enjoyable experience for the day and that is important for me and one thing I'm a big believer in is if you come through Peter United you join a family and it doesn't matter you know whatever you are family when you rule for those turnstiles and we need to make that experience for everybody that in the game enjoyable yeah and my thought process with that is the way that you're engaging with those supporters clubs it's pivotal for the growth of the club off the field because that will help to grow the fan base the messages as you say you won't be able to speak to all four five six thousand fans that's nigh on impossible (laughs) so if you've got those organizations and groups that you can get around the table with the chief executive feed that back he can then feed back information from the club as well which is important in the way that they want to develop going forward and it's a partnership effectively definitely i think there's more we can there's some those groups are fantastic but there's other areas i want to i want to i should probably put up earlier want to divulge i want to get a young supporters group going for 15 16 70 years or 13 you know because we need their voice as well because we hear what the adults say plenty of times we don't hear what the youngsters think well if the youngsters not enjoying it then they're not going to come. Their brother and sister might not come. Their mum and dad might not come. They might not ever come back. Cause so we, we want to branch out when we can do, when we can get back to some kind of face-to-face. We hopefully will do a, a youngster event. The club have been brilliant. The owners have been fantastic with the, the under 12 free, the reduced price for under 18s. But we also need a view because it doesn't, money doesn't always buy the experience. You know, it's, you know, as much as someone might get it for free, if they don't enjoy that experience, they're not going to want to come back. It doesn't matter if it costs you £1, £2, £10, £15. They're not enjoying it, you know, they're not going to come back. So we need to get the voice out there, you know. We want to speak to um, um, the disabled group as well to see mm. their views on the on what we can do to support them in the ground. So there's plenty for us to do and plenty of work us to work on, you know. It's a journey now. It's hopefully a journey into a new stadium. It's hopefully a journey standing in the championship. The championship brings its own, and I think we've all seen that this year, own different challenges with with all due respect to some of the clubs in League One. We're not getting 150 away fans. We're getting 4,000 a lot of the weeks. So that brings its challenges in and around the ground as well. But, you know, we need to... I'll go back to what I said at start. I believe it is a family. I think we all, we all think it's a family, and we need to make that family a better experience for everyone as we can. Brilliant, Chris. Thank you for the insight into your role at Peterborough United as supporter liaison officer and wanting to grow the community aspect of the club and their increasing fan engagement. So that's a, a you know a crucial role as we move forward in you know in the in the in the history of posh really. You know, if you want to grow the fan base, we've got to engage with those engage with those communities and organisations. Jess, I'm going to leave the final word to you on a positive note. QPR tomorrow in February. How are we going to fare? up the posh at the end of February we're going to be in a better state we're going to be feeling more positive more confident and we're going to be on our way to staying up this season let's hope so posh fans and for everybody that's listening tonight um, you do have the opportunity to listen back to PCR Sports you can listen back on the PCR FM app or online through pcrfm.co.uk but um, 
All it leaves me to say again on this Friday evening at the start of your sporting weekend, we just wish you all the best, whatever your involvement is in sport this weekend, whether you're volunteering, playing or spectating, whether you're going to the ice hockey, watching the turbines at Lowestoft, um, watching the rugby, watching Peterborough United, whether it's the hockey at Bretton Gate, whatever your involvement we do hope it's a successful one a fulfilling one and um, we look forward to having your company again next friday evening here on pcr fm at 6 p.m have a great weekend peterborough